I'm consistently consistent. Okay, you know what I mean. Yes. I know Start her mean. off, Rachel. Okay. Well, all right. Hello. Welcome to the Inconsistently Consistent Podcast. My name is Rachel. And I'm Melanie. And we are two people who talk about whatever we want. And yeah. On the internet. Yeah. Because we are Shits and giggles. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of shits, what are we talking about today, Rachel? <laughs> nice segue. So today, yeah. we are talking about highly requested by us to each other. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> this is the Rachel and Melanie show. This is not <laughs> a listener show. <laughs> yeah, speaking of shits, we're talking about the trial of that woman who shit in the bed. We're talking about the trial of Johnny Depp. I almost said Johnny Hurt. That is not right. Johnny Depp no. versus Amber Heard. Yeah. The celebrity trial heard around the world. Yes, that lasted for say, five weeks? Seven, I think. Oh, dear Jesus. Yup. Yeah. It felt like 70. It felt like an entire year. It was a millennia. Mm-hmm. I went gray. I've been gray long before this trial, and now I'm definitely got gray after this. <laughs> As we've said, we're 92. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, yeah, so obviously this kind of goes without saying, but these are obviously just my opinions as someone who is not a lawyer and who has observed um and these and these are my opinions as a lawyer a person who has legal background who watched this case as someone who has legal knowledge but also as just a just a person who was just enthralled with it amazing it's very entertaining. Yes. Yeah. From all aspects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously, you know, some of you might agree with us. Some of you might disagree with us. If you do have feelings either way and you do want to, like, let us know or have a discussion, please keep it respectful. Um, otherwise, we going to block your ass. Uh, I mean, I probably won't. You probably won't, but, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. You know, like, you know, just like if you message us on like Instagram, Facebook, or send us an email, just be respectful. That's all we ask because this is a, you know, there's topics in this trial of um, intimate partner violence, IPV for short, and sexual assault. So just kind of keep in mind mm-hmm. that it's a sensitive topic for, I think, everybody. And just mm-hmm. be respectful. Yeah. Also, keep in mind that we are both Canadian. Mm-hmm. And this is an American trial. So, uh, for well, for me, as a Canadian lawyer, my legal knowledge is Canadian-based. So, 
looking at this, you know, I can't really analyze the law that they are using as much as <laughs> specifically, but I can look at kind of like the overall aspects of it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense to you guys? If it doesn't, leave us a comment. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if it doesn't, you can't really uh, communicate with us at the moment. No, you cannot. Since you are not here. Mm -hmm. So, Anil what was the trial about, Rachel? Do you want to tell us? So, the trial was a defamation lawsuit trial. Mm-hmm in which Johnny was saying that this article that Amber had released with somebody was basically a defamation of character with claims of abuse, um, sexual and physical towards her. Mm -hmm. And Amber counterclaimed, I don't know exactly what her counterclaim was about. Yeah. So the, the suit from Johnny Depp was the 2018 op-ed from Washington Post that um, Amber had written. And it never named Johnny specifically, but it was, like, targeted at him, according to Johnny. And that was what the suit was about. Mm -hmm. He said it was about him, basically. Um and then the countersuit was based on uh, the Depp Waldman statements. So basically, Waldman was uh, the ex lawyer of Johnny, and he said a bunch of statements like uh, Amber's abuse claims were a hoax mm -hmm. and stuff to that effect. And basically, Amber was countersuing to say that uh, Johnny instructed him to defame Amber by saying those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. So Johnny was suing her for 50 million US dollars in damages. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Amber was counterclaiming and suing for a hundred million dollars U.S. in damages, mm -hmm. which is a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and now as uh, put my lawyer hat on. Yeah, so defamation is just a shit show of a thing to deal with. Defamation, slander, libel—they're all kind of like same thing same word mm -hmm. synonymous but defamation is basically bad mouthing someone in different ways depending on whether it's written or spoken or other forms that you can do it mm -hmm. and basically to get any monetary value out of a defamation claim you have to prove that you had an actual loss of something whether that's income or a financial loss of some kind right so to claim something as big as 50 million or 100 million 
they have to come and show actual numbers to get something that high. Mm-hmm. So numbers like that, it's a high, high, high bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a very high bar. Well, I guess if you think about it, um, when she made these uh, allegations against him for um, IPV, he ended up losing his Fantastic Beast deal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't want to work with him. So he was losing money because yeah. of these claims that she had published. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know what she would have lost because she kind of was the only thing that really happened towards the end is she did lose her Aquaman 2 deal. But I don't think really she had any other. But she didn't. Yeah. She didn't actually lose it in the trial. They figured that out. What? Yeah. Uh, During the trial, she actually didn't lose. uh, She hasn't lost the Acumen 2 deal until after the trial was finished. But she did lose it after though, right? Yeah, I think they've announced now that she's no longer in Aquaman 2. Okay. But it was not, during the trial, she was not minimized her role in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, and was still on, uh, in contract to appear in it and get the same amount for it. Mm-hmm. Despite all the things about the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard drama. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what she was still doing that they interviewed a, a whoever whatever company uh, does that mm-hmm. uh, like whatever studio they did one of the they had one of the execs come on and deposed him okay and and he said that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you're doing dealing with defamation, you can't just say, "I like someone badmouthed me, and now I don't have work." Mm-hmm. You have to prove that the reason that you don't have that work, like the reason Johnny Depp lost Fantastic Beasts, was because of what Amber said, mm-hmm. and that's called causation. So it's like you have to link A and B. Mm-hmm. And that's where the difficulty comes in with legal cases and why lawyers get paid the big bucks. <laughs> lawyers get paid the big bucks. <laughs> yes, we get paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Because that's a difficult case to make. Because how do you prove that someone made a comment and link that to? someone losing their job mm-hmm. right and then how like how do you link those two together so how do you prove that mm-hmm. how can you prove that on paper because it's not like in like in a in science where mm-hmm. you can prove something or in math where you can prove something and show it over and over again mm-hmm. it's it's something that's not tangible. Mm-hmm. 
right? That's where it gets tricky. So that's the shit show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just reading some of the background information. So it looks like, yeah, they got divorced in 2016. Mm -hmm. Well, the divorce was finalized in 2017. She had filed a restraining order against Johnny saying that he like verbally and physically abused her and was always under the influence of alcohol and drugs. And, you know, she, the pictures that we saw where she posted of like her quote unquote bruises. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it looks like, I guess the, with regards to like the fantastic beast, um, the UK tabloid, the sun published an article that was titled Gone Potty. How can JP <laughs> I know, right? Gone Potty. <laughs> okay. Okay, so say it again. Gone Potty. Mm-hmm. How can JK Rowling be genuinely happy casting wife beater Johnny Depp in the new Fantastic Beast film? Oh shit. That's the one he sued for. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's the one he sued in the UK for, and that's the one he lost on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he sued in the UK first yes. against the Sun, mm-hmm. the, that paper, and he lost. Yeah. Because it says he, that the trial in the UK was only done before a judge, as opposed to the one in the US was done before a jury. Yeah. And with regards to that, trying to prove um, defamation um, against the sun, like against a newspaper, mm-hmm. the newspaper didn't have, um, like, this. It, it, it's not the same thing as the trial here, uh, mm-hmm. like in the U.S., because the, the sun really only had to prove that they went and checked their source mm-hmm. right which they had a source they checked their things they thought they had what they thought was the, the correct story and they posted it mm-hmm. right so they like freedom of the press yeah type of thing right so there's a reason he lost there compared to someone saying things over and over and over in the u.s who's just a an individual mm-hmm. um yeah so it says that um the allegation against him had been proving to a civil standard and were found to be substantially true the verdict found that there was overwhelming evidence that depp had assaulted her in 12 of the 14 alleged incidents and put her in fear of her life yeah and there was a lot, like, I don't know as much about the, the trial in the UK, mm-hmm. but from what I do know, it said that a lot of the evidence that we saw on Johnny's side mm-hmm. in the US trial was not allowed in, in the UK trial. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
And it might have just been because it's not relevant to the newspaper. Right? A lot of what we saw in the US trial was to prove that what Amber was saying was false. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that evidence to prove what Amber's saying is false is probably not relevant to prove what, uh, like to, to go up against a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Right? It just, it probably was not relevant in that, um, in that same kind of playground in that case. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of spitballing on that. Yeah, so, yeah, he resigned from the films at the request of Warner Bros. I guess Warner Bros. was like, yeah, you need to GTA. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently he tried to appeal it, and the Court of Appeal in March 2021 rejected his request, including that mm-hmm. the appeal had no real prospect of success. Mm-hmm. And they and said then- that the trial had been full and fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you see when he resigns, Mm -hmm. when someone resigns as opposed to getting fired, Mm -hmm. you know, like a resignation technically looks better on someone's resume than a termination, but a termination would look better for causation in a defamation trial because getting terminated shows that that links more to the, uh, what Amber is saying you know, defaming him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if he just quits, then it's it's like, how do you link the fact that he quit? Like, he didn't lose the job because of what Amber said. He lost the job because he quit. Mm-hmm. The easy, easy way for her to defend that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it says, so now it's talking about, like, her op-ed in the Washington Post, which is where she spoke, like, the title, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. This has to change. Mm -hmm. Um, It just kind of goes on about that. Apparently the co-op didn't mention Johnny directly, though, which is interesting. It it never mentioned him, but... It did. If you go down in the article, it actually had a lot of um, boat imagery. Oh. Which was interesting since uh, he has the whole Pirates franchise. Mm hmm. That is interesting. Mm hmm. And the fact that it was like two years ago, I became a. Uh, yeah. Two years ago, I became a public figure re- representing domestic abuse, right? Because that was referring to when she uh, got her divorce and her uh, restraining order and came out of the courthouse with that mark on her face. Mm-hmm. And TMZ was tipped off and got a photo. Yeah. Uh, we have no idea who they were tipped off by. It seemed to be potentially from Amber's team, but Amber said on the stand it was not her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I guess the comments in the Daily Mail from Adam Waldman, you know, he said, Amber Heard and her friends in the media used fake sexual violence allegations as both a sword and shield depending on their needs. 
They have selected yeah. some sexual violence hoax facts as the sword inflicting them on the public and Mr. Depp. That was one of the statements that she tried to sue on. Yeah. But that's one that's the that's one of the ones that they found that she didn't get mm-hmm. anything on. Yeah. She only got something on one of them. Yeah. The one she did get anything on was the one about basically damage of property mm-hmm. in uh the penthouse. Mm-hmm. Cause basically well, I have the verdict here. Mm-hmm. So the verdict was that the jury awarded Johnny $10 million in compensatory damages. Mm-hmm. And they tried to award him $5 million in punitive damages, but Virginia court doesn't allow that because of their laws. They only have a max of 350000 so the judge had to knock that down to yeah. the maximum that was allowed. So it's actually ten million three hundred fifty thousand now is what he got Mm -hmm. and so they had three statements that he was suing on that were defamatory Mm -hmm. so the first one was uh that amber wrote i spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath that has to change they -hmm. said that that was proven all of elements of defamation against johnny and the statement was false they said the defamation was a 10 was intended and it was act and it was done with actual malice Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's done with actual malice means that she cannot get out of it by bankruptcy Mm. yeah interesting yeah so then the second statement they found her on was then two years ago i became a public figure representing domestic abuse and i felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out um they proved all elements of defamation uh, on that one they said the statement was false and it was intended defamation and actual malice on that one is again again so um third statement had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protected men uh, accused of abuse he said proved all elements of defamation against johnny statement was false it was intended defamation and done with actual malice Mm -hmm. so she's locked in on that she cannot get out of that 10 million three hundred fifty thousand even with bankruptcy Mm -hmm. the one thing on her countersuit she did get like she did win on because Mm -hmm. she was awarded two million dollars for compensatory damages Mm-hmm. And zero for punitive damages. So they didn't give her anything to punish Johnny with. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the statement from Adam Waldman, which was Johnny's lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, ex-lawyer. So quite simply, this was an ambush, a hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt didn't do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched, interviewed, and left after seeing no damage to face or property so amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up got their story straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist and then placed a second call to 911. Mm-hmm. so they said that that was proven all elements of defamation it was intended defamation and actual malice okay so that one and you can see in that one there's no actual insistence of abuse mm-hmm. 
right? They, and it does mention the hopes again, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, they just, to me, this says that the jury thinks that all Amber did was beat up the penthouse. <laughs> yeah. All they gave her is that, well, she didn't beat up the penthouse, and but she did claim falsely to be abused by Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. Because they did not believe these statements of abuse. Okay. Mm -hmm. From that verdict. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to not just um, the statements, but the fact that Amber really only had herself and, well, first of all, herself and her sister were the only two people with, like, corroborating her story. Mm -hmm. And Johnny had himself and, like, 20 people. Yeah, he did. Yeah, like, he had, I don't know, might not be 20, but there was at least a dozen people he called to the stand, all backing up his side of the story. Mm -hmm. And everybody was consistently backing up exactly what he said. And they were all saying the complete opposite of what Amber was saying. Mm -hmm. So her credibility was shot from the get-go. Yeah. And her story didn't make sense. No, it didn't make sense at all. Yeah, it's just interesting. I'm looking at, like, some of the witness testimonies for Johnny. His sister testified. And it looks like she said that Depp had sworn never to perpetrate domestic violence after being abused as a child by their mother. Which is interesting because based on my research as someone who takes an interest in like that's this stuff in psychology and everything and who is hopefully going to become a counselor mm -hmm. therapist fingers mm -hmm. crossed normally people who are abused as kids have a higher rate of becoming an abuser themselves uh, just because, you know, that's kind of the environment that they grew up in. That's what they were exposed to. And a lot of the times they think that that's normal and that's how you're supposed to act. So, I thought it was actually more likely that people that were abused are more likely to become abused again. It, it can go both ways. They're more likely to do mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. There's a high rate that they're going to be abused again. And also that they could become abusers themselves because that's all they know. Like if you grow mm -hmm. up in a household and you see your mom and dad fighting and yelling and that's how they resolve conflict, then you're going to think that's how, and you're not exposed to like healthy alternatives to resolve conflict and say, that's all you see in like your life, your friends and everything like that. You're going to think that's normal. Because mm -hmm. that's all you've known. And like, you're not going to understand that there's different ways to handle things. So a lot of people who 
have abused people, it comes down to like, yes, they've been abused themselves. And that does impact you as a child. Yeah. Like there's and a lot Amber of Amber was abused as a child too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of environmental factors that influence how people handle conflict and deal with trauma. Cause you know, mm -hmm. uh, Johnny said that he would hide from his mm -hmm. mom. So like, this is how he deals with abuse and trauma is his coping mechanism is he leaves the situation. Yes. Whereas for example, Amber's coping mechanism could be to react. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. obviously I am not a licensed therapist counselor. <laughs> Don't take this for fact. I'm just going based off what I've read and what I've seen, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all, I think what you're saying is right, because also there's, like, going off of the psychologists and the counselors and stuff that did testify, they talked about that as well. They talked about Johnny's coping mechanisms of hiding and running away. That's mm -hmm. what he did based on what he experienced in his childhood. Mm -hmm. And then they also talked about Amber, and I don't know if they talked about her history of abuse. Mm -hmm. I don't remember seeing that, but I know that they, that at some point I'd read or heard something about her history of having abusive father and stuff, but mm -hmm. she seems to be the one that lashes out. And I know at least one of the, the psychologists, I believe it was a female uh, psychologist was talking about how Amber got really um, upset and uh, like started to attack whenever she felt like she was about to be abandoned. So she would start a fight anytime there was, uh, she felt like Johnny was going to run away. So she would start a fight. Johnny would try to run. That would make her start to like fight more. And it would just like vicious circle. Mm -hmm. So these two were like oil and water. Yeah. Did not mix. Mm -hmm. But like maybe oil and water is not even the right thing it's more like gasoline on a fire yeah it's basically throwing gasoline on a fire you know like you mm -hmm. have one person whose coping mechanism is to walk away which mm -hmm. if you off the other one which sets off the other one because then they feel like abandoned mm -hmm. but like I know for some people they have to walk away because otherwise they'll kind of like lash out and be irrational mm -hmm. and say or do things that they would normally not do which is no excuse for any sort of abuse violence towards anybody but you know some people they're like I need to walk away and like if you don't let that person walk away then you're kind of just adding to their frustration mm -hmm. um yeah it looks like Amber's former personal assistant described her as belligerent and abusive. Yeah. Um, um, said that she testified her used psychedelic mushrooms, ecstasy, and cocaine and was prone to manic episodes similar if to someone was some, on some kind of amphetamine drug. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Mutual abuse, the therapist. I don't think this is the muffin one. 
<laughs> Laurel, Laurel Anderson. No, that wasn't Muffin one. No, that was not the Muffin Man one. No. Oh, yeah, so the therapist in 2015, she testified that both Depp and Heard had been beaten by a parent as children, characterizing mm -hmm. Depp as well-controlled over decades and not violence against previous partners, but that he was triggered when with Heard. Mm -hmm. Anderson stated that for Heard, it was a point of pride to her if she felt disrespected to initiate a fight. And that if Def was, Def was going to leave her to de-escalate a fight, she would strike him to keep him there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the what I remember talking about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I think they played her deposition. Yeah, it was recorded, it mm -hmm. said. Yeah. Um, and same with, like, Depp's doctor, mm -hmm. Dr. David Kipper. Yeah. He diagnosed... But with ADHD that by Laurel, yeah. that Laurel Anderson one, mm -hmm. she never actually, like, she never actually heard anything from Johnny uh, confirming that he had done any abuse towards Amber. Mm -hmm. It was all one-on-one -on -one sessions with Amber where she, she confirmed that there was abuse. Mm -hmm. And Eli is getting in on this. He agrees. Oh, yeah, it looks like, yeah, his, his physician diagnosed him with ADHD, bipolar disorder, depression, insomnia, substance dependence, and chronic reflux. That's an odd one, chronic reflux. Um, oh, yeah, he's the one who witnessed, who witnessed, he's the one who witnessed the finger. He's the one that talked about the finger. Yeah, the he's guy the one objected to himself. Yeah, he went to Depp's rented property in Australia after the incident with Depp's finger had been severed. He saw blood and that the house was messy. Uh, yeah, saying that Johnny had to be stable for the surgery. Interesting. Just looking at some of the testimonies yeah a nurse that worked with Kipper said that Herb would instigate arguments with Depp mm -hmm. she also described searching the property for Depp's severed fingertip oh my god <laughs> oh, I think one of the biggest things was the evidence in mm -hmm. the case right because there was there was a lot of audio recordings mm -hmm. but when it came to pictures or video mm -hmm. there was no videos of like any actual fights mm -hmm. um, the, and the pictures that they had like Amber's pictures of uh, any injuries she had mm -hmm. were not consistent with the story she told yeah right the severity of the abuse she was talking about did not line up with the pictures she showed afterward, mm -hmm. right? And it just did not match, right? And then she would tell a story about uh, horrific abuse. And then in cross-examination, Johnny's team would show a picture of her at an event the next day with no signs of any 
injury, mm-hmm. right? With no swelling, nothing. When she clearly would have had completely like busted nose, broken uh, bones, right? But if any of this had been consistent, right? Like with someone doing that much damage with big chunky rings on their fingers, mm-hmm. doing that much punching. So her the stories just didn't make sense. Yeah. It, was just, it didn't make sense. And then the the pictures didn't line up. And then the witnesses that were giving descriptions of seeing her with injuries or bruises or anything like this, their descriptions didn't match with the severity of what the abuse she was telling on the stand didn't match. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't believable to the jury. Whereas Johnny's Johnny's story and everybody that was backing him up was believable to the jury. So that I think is what won over things for Johnny. Mm-hmm. I think that was really what the tipping point was. Yeah. Plus, when you get a jury trial, I think half of it, well, not half of it, but some of it comes down to likability. Yeah. Right? Especially when it comes to experts. Mm-hmm. So when you put an expert on the stand, especially when they're going to talk about something really friggin' boring. Yeah. If they're really irritating, you don't want to listen to them. Yeah. Like, there was a psychologist that was there for Amber, and I don't know what his name was, but it was a man, and he was making weird faces. Oh, yeah, him. The one remember that, that guy? Twitchy. Yeah, the twitchy guy, where he was like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got so angry. Mm-hmm. Right? He was getting so angry at that lawyer. Mm-hmm. I bet not one bit of what he said went through to the jury. And oh. I don't remember a thing that he said either. And I watched his whole testimony, and all I can remember is the weird faces and him talking shit to the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Right? And just like it was comical. But that's all I can remember from that part. And the Missy with the muffins, all I can remember is that part about that. But at least that wasn't her fault. Mm-hmm. Right? But when it comes to certain things like that, likability does come down to it for the jury. Because the jury's not there, like, with legal degrees. Mm-hmm. They're just there with, you know... They probably watch CSI or Law and Order once or twice, and they're on the jury just trying to deal with stuff. And mm-hmm. if they don't like what's the person that's in front of them, they're probably not going to be able to pay attention because they've had to sit through hours and hours of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the one who, the muffin one was Shannon Curry, Dr. Shannon Curry. She was a forensic psychologist. Yeah, I liked her. I loved her. Yeah, so it said that, you know, hired by Depp's team to provide evidence that against Heard's claim that she had post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, So she testified that Heard was grossly exaggerating symptoms of PTSD when asked about them, as Heard told Curry that she had 19 of the 20 core symptoms of PTSD, which Curry stated was not typical of somebody with even the most disabling form of PTSD. 
mm-hmm. you know, I think for most illness, most not illnesses, um, yeah, mental health illnesses, there's a threshold you need to meet in order to be diagnosed with them. And I think PTSD mm-hmm. is one that you need to have like so many recurring things within a certain month period. Yeah. Cause you have like short-term PTSD, which is only for like a few weeks, you know, it has to be less than three months for like short-term PTSD. That's not the technical term. Don't come for me. I don't know it off the top of my <laughs> Um, But in order to be diagnosed with actual PTSD, it, the, the things need to be pursuing for three or more months. Mm-hmm. Um, so she diagnosed her with borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever heard of anybody being diagnosed with histrionic personality disorder. I believe they're both in the cluster B. They are. It's a very interesting. Um, let me actually just pull up my notes. Cluster B disorders are fun. Yeah. They are a real good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just pull up my notes, actually, and I can tell you for sure. Um, they're also, I say they're a real good time until I have someone on the opposite side of me. Yes. Um, hang on, I'm trying to find the thing where it talks about the clusters. Because I have notes. Of course I have notes. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised? No. Um, yeah, I think those are cluster B. Yeah, cluster B is a fun, fun one. Okay, so here's a little thing about uh, PTSD since we're on this topic. Mm-hmm. There's 20 symptoms grouped into four main areas. So the first one is intrusion, reoccurrent ex- re-experiencing of traumatic event, mm-hmm. avoidance, efforts to avoid thoughts, feelings, or reminders of trauma, mm-hmm. uh, negative alterations in cognition and mood, mm-hmm. and arousal and reactivity mm-hmm. are kind of... You're those. saying this and I'm just like checking off the list. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, personality disorders. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so personality disorders. There's cluster A, which is paranoid, mm-hmm. schizoid, schizoid. Yeah, and those are not so fun. No. Cluster B, histrionic, narcissistic, antisocial, and borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. So for our dear listeners, histrionic personality mm-hmm. disorder is behaviors that don't lead to stable and satisfying relationship because other tires of providing this level of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, they may try controlling the partners and possibly show dependence. And they're viewed as self-centered, vain, overly reactive, shallow, and insincere. And this is more common in women than men. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some traits that are associated with it. So it may involve extreme versions of extroversion and to some extent neuroticism. Um, mm-hmm. So for borderline personality disorder, like, you know, there's pattern of instability. They have identity problems, impulsive decisions, uh, drastic and rapid shifts from one emotion to another, unusually intense emotional responses to um 
uh, environmental triggers, fear of abandonment or rejection. Um, impulsivity is a big one. It's rapid responding to environmental triggers without thinking, caring, erratic, self-destructive behavior, suicide attempts. They might have brief psychotic episodes. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's a bunch of genetic contributions and there's environmental factors. So like, I can kind of see that. Yeah. You know? Uh, this is her opinion. She based her diagnosis on episodes. Yeah, it looks like her team was trying to be like, oh, you had already met, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, even though she didn't diagnose her with PTSD, she could still have possibly been harmed psychologically by the alleged abuse. Mm. Yeah, she said it's rare for males guilty of abuse to accuse their female partners of abuse. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I can, yeah, I can see that. It's interesting because mm. I think in, this is just me again, don't take what I'm saying as fact. People mm -hmm. don't. Um, it seems that most relationship there's typically like one abuser usually usually there doesn't seem to be like two abusers in simple things mm -hmm. and obviously one back in the old times yes this the is olden times the olden times <laughs> this is just kind of mm -hmm. my views obviously mm -hmm. so yeah and you know we have to take into account that men men typically don't report abuse because there's a lot of stigma stigma surrounding it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's hard to tell when someone is fighting back if they are um are they an abuser or mm -hmm. are they just defending themselves mm -hmm. right so let's say that what the trial found is correct mm -hmm. and that amber is the abuser and she physically abused johnny depp and he was not abusive in any way toward her and any you know issues that anything that he did was self-defense mm -hmm. right it could look like him defending himself was abuse mm -hmm. just because he's male and potentially that is just how we as society we are like kind of set like in stone to look at it mm -hmm. right because most most of the time we think well oh yeah women are the victims in these mm -hmm. domestic violence situations yeah right but the trial only found defamation it only found that she was lying about those things mm -hmm. or the jury found that but you know that's as much as we, we know. 
Yeah, and it just seems, um, I had a thought, hang on. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stigma surrounding male victims of abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example, there's a really well done show on Disney plus it's called a teacher. Oh, and it's about a female teacher who who like, like they start, she starts a sexual relationship with one of her students. Oh yeah. Um, but the way they go about like showing, I guess the after everything said and done because you know they do get found out she ends up getting spoiler alert she ends up getting charged and going to jail for her crimes and just looking at the way that people are treating like the victim the male victim it's gross because they're all so it's like a female teacher male student yeah it's female teacher male student okay and the way they're treating him and, like, they're giving him props, like, oh, man, you banged a teacher? Like, that's so hot. Like, that teacher you banged, she's so hot, man. Like, good on you type thing. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's gross to see how people view that mentality because there's a whole section on porn websites that are dedicated to, like, there's like teacher student and like older woman, younger boy. And they're like seducing him, trying to show him like the ropes. And people think that every person has this fantasy of having like a woman come on to them. And I think even in the movie wedding crashers, there's a scene where Vince Vaughn's character is assaulted by a woman. And. assaulted? Yeah. I have not seen the movie wedding crashers. I think it's Wedding Crashers. I think it is. But there's a scene where, like, she, is like, sexually assaults him, and he tries to tell his friends the next morning, and they're like, oh, man, you're just being a pussy. Like, you totally wanted it. You were totally turned on by that. Like, that's so hot. And I'm like, no, that's not hot. What the fuck? <laughs> that's a comedy. I know. I've never seen this movie. I know. Ew. I know. Oh, it's sexual like, assault has no gender. No. Right? Assault has no gender. Victim has no gender. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you look like. You, It can happen. And people need to shut the fuck up and just help people. Yeah. Like, it's the movie, like, the series. It's a mini-series. It's fascinating. Because there's a scene in it where he goes to college after, because he's a senior in high school. Um, And he goes to college after, and he's trying to, like, what's the word for you trying to get in a frat? I don't know. We didn't have that Pledge. type of Pledge. That's the word. You're pledging and stuff. And he makes the pledge. And like one of their traditions is they hire a stripper to come in, which mm-hmm. is like, fine, whatever. 
But the stripper is like, oh, yeah, you're a bad boy. You're a teacher's pet, aren't you? And, like, he's obviously trying to process with what happened. Yeah. Ew. And it's just the way that people are treating it versus if it had been reversed, if it had been a male teacher and a female student, like, people would have been like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe he used his power over you and blah, blah, blah. Mm. though one instance where it didn't do you remember the show pretty little liars yes that um there was a relationship between aria and the teacher ezra Mm -hmm. and they ended up getting married at the end of the series apparently even though he was her teacher in high school and they were having an affair while she was his student. Mm-hmm. And they're just like romanticized it and, you know, we're on again, off again forever. And, you know, they get married and it's like, oh, yeah, it's so cute. Oh, yeah, we ship them. It's like, oh, yeah, this is goals. It's like, no, this is not goals. This is gross. No. Icky. It's, it's icky, gross. icky, icky. Stop it. I thought they did, I thought he did get in trouble, and then Arya was like, oh, no, it's fine, we love each other, or something. Um, I, I thought they got in trouble, too, and stuff, at some point, and they had issues. It's been a long time since I watched that show, but I, it came up somewhere, and somewhere social media was something, and it was, like, showed their, like, wedding picture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, they got married? I forgot they got married. See, I, I think stopped, I watched the whole series. I stopped watching after it got weird. <laughs> you mean the first episode? No, I think it was like halfway through season three or something where they started throwing out like supernatural stuff or whatever. I mean, it got weird in the first five minutes, Rachel. But when it got really weird. episode two (laughs) i think it was like season end of season two or start of (laughs) three where it got super super weird and i was like okay i can't watch this anymore but there's a guy on youtube who does a he does recaps of the shows um Mm -hmm. and he did pretty little liars and i was watching it and i was like oh yeah that's gross oh that's weird oh why did they do that that doesn't make any sense yeah So if you want to watch it, it's called an appropriately unhinged recap of Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) And he does like, you know, the the meme of the dude with the board where he's got all the strings and the tent. Yes. He does that. He actually has a wall and he has strings and he does it to represent the seasons. And like, it's great. Oh, my gosh. It's great. But that is like that meme is like the inside of my brain on the daily. Yes. Oh, man. Where were we? Um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Over trial. Dr. Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just reading about... Uh, I want to talk about Elaine, because she pissed me off. Can we talk about hearsay? Oh, hearsay? Hearsay. What do you want to talk about hearsay? I don't know. I just, that's their thing, isn't it? All they know to do, to do is sound, hey, hearsay. 
hearsay, 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 hearsay. hearsay. I think that's the only like those friggin' seagulls from the like what movie was it? Mine, oh, yeah. mine, mine, mine. I mean, no, mine, mine. Hearsay, 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 hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice though when Elaine was was trying to do a direct no no she's trying to do a rebuttal with Amber and she could not get like only like three questions in and mm-hmm. Camille was just like objection 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 pressing the microphone she's like I'm just going to keep my finger here because I'm going to have to say objection every 5 seconds. Yeah. I was just like, you go, Camille Vasquez. I want to be you when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Apparently she got promoted. Camille? Yeah. <gasps> Yay! I saw that. She got it promoted. She's no longer an associate, which should have been way long before now. Obviously, she's amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome she got promoted. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, her, so you probably can't really comment on this. So I'm going to make the comments for the both of us. Okay. Her legal team, incompetent. (laughs) Like, I, obviously, I did not go to law school. I tried did not succeed to get in the four times I applied. <laughs> Spent so much money on those damn fees. Um, but it just seemed to me as somebody who was an outsider observing, legal team incompetent. Like her whole legal team, both her lawyers, Elaine and whatever his fuck face was. The, what was the male one? The one that kept saying hearsay and asked Johnny if he signed the document three times in the Megapint. What was his name? I don't know his name. But yeah, see, we don't know. Elaine number two. Elaine number two. We'll call him Elaine number two. But Elaine number two, like that whole legal team is just, they were trash, man. Like they trash. I say nothing. I know. That's why I'm saying it for us. And you can't say anything because you are a lawyer and you are not allowed to comment on other lawyers. You have told me this off the record mm-hmm. so you can just sit here and listen to me vent about how much of a trash piece of human elaine and elaine number two are <laughs> <laughs> one thing i will say mm-hmm. is okay after the verdict mm-hmm. so after the verdict came out the day after elaine and her name is elaine brenda hoff or brenda mm-hmm. hoff whatever her name is mm-hmm. she goes on uh like a bunch of talk shows right did you see her interviews yes and right so she starts going and talking about the trial and about the verdict and about how amber's gonna appeal speaking of amber can't appeal unless she can post a bond in virginia because of virginia law Mm -hmm. for the amount of the damages so ten million three hundred fifty thousand plus legal fees for the appeal which she doesn't have because mm-hmm. elaine said it on television elaine oh, yeah. says she doesn't have that money to pay that on television she did it she said it she i said know it. i've seen that she said mm-hmm. people ask like oh does she have the money and elaine was like nah she ain't got the money 
Yeah, I know. Like, the same amount, right? okay. As your lawyer, why would you admit that your client mm-hmm. does not have the funds to pay? Like, yeah, what? especially because you need those funds to pay to appeal. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that they were going to appeal, which she can't because she doesn't have the money, which she just admitted. But then what I don't like is she said a bunch of things about the trial that were wrong. She started to basically gaslight and say things that basically say things that happened in the trial, but say them differently than what they happened in the trial. Mm-hmm. She trumped it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's why I'm saying this because I do not respect it. And then one thing she also said was she started talking trash about Johnny Depp's legal team. Mm-hmm. She said that they were doing things improperly and that they were uh, doing things inappropriately and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I don't respect that. Yeah. So that's that's all I'm saying. But I've seen one interview where they were talking about it and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to appeal. And I don't know if you, I don't, I think I might've sent you the TikTok. Probably. Where they have like the, she's on, I, I don't know what shows. I think like the morning show, Good Morning America, one of those things, Elena's. And mm-hmm. she was talking about it. And one of the hosts, he's like, you know, I'm a former NFL player. And after That's a awesome. loss, yeah, after a loss, you know, sometimes instead of looking at myself, I look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh. Yeah, he was like, look at yourself and what did you do wrong, mm-hmm. right? And then she was like, Johnny's team did things improperly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how dare you speak poorly about another lawyer? Mm-hmm. Because in Canada, that could get us uh, in trouble with our own bar, like our own, like um, basically our own governing body by mm-hmm. speaking poorly about other lawyers or like judges or stuff like that. So like just talking shit about other professionals in the business publicly mm-hmm. gets you in shit. Yes. I don't know how it works in the U.S., but I just don't respect it. Elaine got a big mouth. Yeah. I mean, I think that she's probably never going to... She's. I mean, if, if Amber does appeal it, which I don't think she will because she don't have the money. Um, unless she gets probably, a sugar daddy. Yeah, she she probably wouldn't hire them. Unless Elon Musk is going to pay it. I seen. Apparently, he was supposed to testify, but he withdrew. Uh... Okay. What What else should we say? Maybe Maybe our favorite moments from the trial. Yeah. Favorite comical moments, maybe. Um. I think one of my favorite moments 
and this is because I made a TikTok of it, <laughs> is the Megapint comment. <laughs> when Elaine number two <laughs> said to Johnny, you poured yourself a mega pint of red wine. Yeah. And he's like, a mega pint? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I poured myself a large glass of wine. I thought it necessary. <laughs> Oh, man. I I really liked Johnny learning what hearsay was and yeah. playing back and forth with the lawyers and going, like, whenever he would say something and know it was hearsay, and then you'd see him, like, raise his eyebrows and look over and wait for the objection. Yep. That was always fun. That was fun. I seen the compilations. He'd stop and he'd, and he'd start to speak, and then I'd be like, objection, hearsay, and he'd be like... I'm learning. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite when he made the comment about, he's like, oh, I guess that's hearsay, isn't it? See, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Mm -hmm. um, my other favorite moment, obviously, because Camille Vasquez is a goddess and is, I'm assuming she got promoted from associate, so she's a partner now. I don't know what her title is. She could be like junior partner or something like that, but she got a promotion of some kind. Okay. She could be superior goddess of the world. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great, when she was like, Mr. Deb, Mr. Deb got you that role in Aquaman, didn't you? <laughs> and Amber was like, excuse me. And she looked at her and was like, Mr. Depp mm -hmm. got that role in Aquaman, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And the look on Amber's face, yeah, was just like, oh, yeah. Another another one of my favorites was Camille's. Uh, a couple of times during that cross examination, Amber was trying to like squirm out of answering questions, mm -hmm. and she would stop her and make her answer. Mm -hmm. And tell her not to talk, not to look at the jury. Yes. When she told her, don't look at the jury. Yeah. Don't talk to them. Like it's, yeah. I didn't ask you a question. Mm -hmm. And one thing she, one thing she did say, yeah, like I didn't ask you a question, like to stop like making an argument or something. I can't remember how she phrased it, mm -hmm. but it's something I've never seen done. And I saw another lawyer online mention it that I watch like YouTube videos of attorney mm -hmm. Tom. Um, that's his YouTube channel. He, he mentioned it too, that I've never seen another lawyer do it where she basically told the told Amber to shut up in between questions mm -hmm. because she was not being asked a question. She's not being asked to talk. And Amber was basically trying to fill time to appeal to the jury because she's mm -hmm. in cross-examination being, like, filleted. Mm -hmm. And Camille was like, nah, this is my time, bitch. Yeah. Right? And I, like, I was like, I'm going to use that. If I got a witness like that sometime, I'm going to be like, judge, can you tell the witness to stop? Please? <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. My other favorite moment was the Milani cosmetics. <laughs> oh. yeah. 
coming out and being like, um, she couldn't have used this because this was not released until December 2017. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I loved the comment about they were eating candy and joking <laughs> and then one of johnny's other lawyers leaned over and was like can you pass me some con- some candy johnny he's like hell yeah here have some candy <laughs> <laughs> i never saw that actually i need to see this clip uh yeah <laughs> that was good I never saw that one. You didn't see that one? No. Oh, that was a good one. I never I saw that. Another TikTok one, because TikTok, okay, here's another thing. I'm on TikTok. I'm a huge, I hate to admit this. I'm a huge TikTok person. I may have a slight problem with TikTok. See, and I'm what? stuck in YouTube. Yeah. And all the TikToks with like, they put the, you know, the me music, like, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. They put that over a lot of, like, the clips, especially the one where Johnny's like, I'm learning about hearsay, and they'll have captions, like, pauses for hearsay objection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I usually see those, but, like, when I scroll through Instagram ones, I'm not on TikTok very much. No. I'm old. I'm 92, Rachel. I'm also 92. Well, I'm 91, technically. Because my birthday hasn't happened yet, so I'm not 92. No, you're 82. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I'm 82. I will say, I told you this, and on a side note to our listeners, this is how you know you're getting close to 80, 92. <laughs> um... I went to Avril Lavigne Thursday. It was amazing. <laughs> and I did a lot of headbanging, as one does. Mm-hmm. I woke up Friday and my neck was sore from headbanging. <laughs> uh, oh, did you, did you see that um, Ben Chu, Johnny's lawyer, during his closing statement had a stuffed alpaca in his pocket. I did. I was just reading that where apparently someone kept trying to come in. One fan repeatedly brought two alpacas (laughs) in a reported attempt to brighten Depp's day before and after court. (laughs) This was in response to Hurd's lawyer agreeing with Depp that he would not work on another Pirates of the Caribbean film, even if Disney offered him $300 million and $1 million alpacas. <laughs> yeah, he said that. And they showed a, they showed a deposition of a, a Disney executive, and mm-hmm. they had to ask her if, um, if they had a contract with Depp to do a... Uh, or if they had been in talks with Depp to do um, another Pirates movie. Mm-hmm. And then they had to ask her specifically if they had a contract for $300 million and a million alpacas. <laughs> she didn't react. She was just like a paused and then said, no. 
Oh. And I was like, how much do you have to know Johnny Depp and know how crazy he is? Mm -hmm. And like all over the place to just think, yeah, he'd say that. Like, that's just normal. Mm -hmm. Normal Johnny would negotiate alpacas into his contract, yes. Yes, a normal human being in mm -hmm. general. Right, Hexa? Come here, my baby. Um, <laughs> totally his normal Disney contract, million dollars, alpacas of course so if i ever get famous mm -hmm. in one of my many multiverse things which i've told you about apparently when you dream someone thinks it's you're seeing your eyes of your variant mm -hmm. one of mine is apparently married to sebastian stan and we did a marvel movie together yeah so if that ever happens i'm gonna ask for one million puppies. Yep. As part of my contract, right, Hexa? Mm hmm. One million puppies and one million cats. Yep. And Disney will give it to you. Yeah. They will. <laughs> so I guess one of my, I'm trying to think, one of uh, some of my other favorite moments from the trial. Uh, I loved when she, I love when Camille got, um, there was a part where she was doing cross-examination and she was talking about how she, how Amber didn't have any pictures of her injuries. And she's like, but you have a whole bunch of pictures of Mr. Depp sleeping, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the sass that came out during that question. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand how she didn't crack like i i wouldn't be able to do that without any like mm -hmm. like a laugh like getting in someone's face like mm -hmm. and how anybody in the courtroom kept a straight face during all that i mm -hmm. i don't know oh yeah i seen the hurt's lawyer elaine bretterhoff said that air hurt absolutely could not pay the damages <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to say that. You, you don't yeah. want to say that. You don't want to say that, especially when you need that money to mm -hmm. do the appeal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She might as well go around. She definitely can't appeal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she definitely can't, you know, claim bankruptcy and get away with this because mm -hmm. the actual malice. So she's stuck with this, having to pay this, and he will garnish her wages for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. As somebody who gets garnishment orders, yes, it is. That's what happens. I don't get them myself. I just want to clarify. I get them with my work. <laughs> I get them sent in and like we have to set them up on payroll. Yes, Rachel, you get garnished all the time. Oh, man. I wish I could garnish dude's wages for what he owes me. But he's not working. Alas. So one thing I'm reading on i'm surprised there's a wikipedia page already about this but i'm also not surprised there's a wikipedia page um yeah there's a wikipedia page on the trial if you look up johnny depp amber heard there's oh my gosh i didn't realize there's one already me neither that's why i was like oh there's a wikipedia page already um so one of the things that they're say or people are saying 
is that the trial has been described as backlash to the hashtag MeToo movement and potential setback for women's rights. Yeah, and that came out of first Amber's mouth. Yes. Because mm-hmm. she put that in her statement. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to do a dramatic reading of both of their statements. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. So, yes, Hexa, I know. Yeah, Hexa, it's going to be hard. Hexa's like, please don't do this. Yeah, please don't. We have so much to live for. Okay, so this is Amber's statement. It doesn't oh, start off with my daughter, not a bee. The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Yeah, the mountain of pictures of him sleeping. Yeah, really, though. I'm even, I mean, honestly, let's be honest. If you were married to Johnny Depp, wouldn't you take pictures of him sleeping? Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's evidence of being for me and me alone. Pictures of him with ice cream spilled down his shirt. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It setbacks the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. Johnny's attorneys succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. I'm sad I lost this case, but I'm sad in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. The Sun, the newspaper won in the UK. Not you, Amber. Yes. Um, Amber wasn't a party in the UK. Mm -hmm. She didn't get to do anything in the UK. No, she was only a witness based yeah. on what I read. Because they tried to get this defamation lawsuit dismissed. And they were like, nah, she was only a witness. She wasn't the defendant. So, F you. I think it's important we tear apart the statement as we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let the lies build up. I'm sad I lost this case. But I'm sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American. To speak freely and openly. So, I was talking about this with my grandma, as one does. Mm-hmm. You talk about issues with your grandma. There's a difference between speaking freely and openly. Mm -hmm. um, You like disagree with somebody. But if your statements have the intent to harm or dis, not disapprove, trying to think of the word but do damage to like a marginalized group or something, then it's not freedom. It's not an opinion or freedom of speech. It's just hate. Yeah. Um, so that was Amber's statement. Mm-hmm. Johnny's statement, our beloved Johnny. I'm not going to do a bad accent like Elaine. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were changed forever. All in the blink of an eye, false, very serious, and criminal allegations were levied at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. It had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had a seismic impact on my life and my career. And six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. Is that the last of it? That was the last of it, yeah. So, to me, the difference in their statements, like, what came out in the trial is the evidence clearly to me was really weighing in johnny's favor Mm -hmm. right and it clearly showed that like as the jury saw that there was not enough evidence to find what amber was trying to tell her side of the story Mm-hmm. First side of the story didn't make sense for what the evidence was, what was there is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right. Her statement trying to say that it's like going to bring down women's rights. I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she's trying to make this a women's issue. Mm-hmm. This is a domestic violence issue. Yes. Right. And Johnny is a domestic violence victim. Mm hmm regardless of gender Mm -hmm. and the whole me too movement should not be like me too and not include anybody based on just because they have a penis or because they don't identify as a woman Mm -hmm. or any other reason like that and Johnny didn't come out of this looking squeaky clean either, right? He obviously has a whole lot of drug and alcohol issues. He said some horrible shit. He did. Right? Yeah. He even admitted in what I was reading that he doesn't believe he can function without drugs and alcohol because his doctor Mm -hmm. tried to detox him. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So... You know, he, they both, hang on, he's not a saint either, you know, so I don't want people to think that like, oh, he came out of this and he looks like this redeemed him. This did not redeem him. You know, he's still, he's a human. He's made, he makes mistakes. Humans all make mistakes. If we didn't, we wouldn't be human. And that would be very concerning. Mm -hmm. We would be lizard people, (laughs) but you know, he owned up to most of it i think he denied a lot of his substance use issues he said he was only addicted to one particular drug 
And even though, you know, Amber claimed there was like cocaine and oxy and heroin, because they're like, oh, yeah, you shared heroin with Marilyn Manson and you did cocaine with Paul Bettany, which, first of all, that came as a shock because I was like, Vision doing doing cocaine? Hearsay. <laughs> Let me see the photos. Let me see the proof that Vision does cocaine. <laughs> Let me see the sleeping photos of him. Yeah, and I don't agree with that statement that it's a step backwards. In anything, I feel it's a step to realize that the Me Too movement, like you said, is not just for people who identify as women. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for anybody, whatever your identity is, whether you're male, female, don't identify as either, whether you want to just identify as a blob <laughs> for anybody. Yeah. Anyone can be a victim of IPV. Mm-hmm. And like with regards to, I don't know where I was going with that. The thought went out the, out the window. Try and catch it before it goes. Oh, it's gone. Okay. He's gone. He's okay. But I think this kind of, hopefully, it gives more men courage to speak up. Oh, yeah. So, like, with regards to, like, the Me Too movement, I think it kind of gave us a, yes, like, we went to, like, believe people coming forward and reporting, Mm -hmm. but also don't just believe people without looking at evidence yeah right like don't just jump on the train of oh yes absolutely and then like because someone said this we should totally tear down the person they accused yeah without any evidence yeah there's a lot i don't think people realize this either there's a lot of harm that can come from false allegations specifically ones of sexual assault Mm mm-hmm You know, like those do a lot of damage, not just for the accused, but for future victims, Mm -hmm. as this is kind of the stuff that discourages them from coming forward, you know? Yeah. They don't feel like they're going to be listened to or they think they're going to be like lying about it. And even now in 2022... It still happens. Like, for example, look at the case in Newfoundland with the RNC officer. He's appealing for the third time. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Against that. Because he's saying that she's lying. Or there's not enough evidence or whatever he's trying to appeal for this time. I don't know what he's appealing for this time. I don't know. I seen that and I was like, really? Yeah, I, I... I just, like, any cases with sexual assault stuff, I usually just, like, plug my ears and go, like, and then, and then, and then, and then, not looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. And it's just, it, it makes it hard for people to want to come forward because there's only, only three out of, say, if you have a thousand people who come forward. Only three of those may actually may, may actually have some justice served. Yeah. Which is astonishingly low. 
But yeah. that also doesn't include victims who identify as male. I believe that only includes victims who identify as female. Yeah. So it's the world just, is a shit show. Yeah. The world is an awful place. Mm-hmm. We unfortunately as blobs live here. <laughs> Welcome to the blob world. <laughs> yes, welcome to the blob world where everything is blob. Everything is glue. <laughs> everything is glue. Everything is glue. <sighs> I don't have any other thoughts about this. I think I got most of them out. I I think we've covered just about everything that I can think of. Yeah. I think we have as well. Um, yeah, I, I really can't think of anything else. Nope, me neither. Outro? Outro. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess, as I said, if you have thoughts on the trial and everything, and you want to send them to us, um, we're Inconsistent Podcast 1. On Instagram, we are inconsistently consistent on Facebook, and our email address is inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. And if you do send us thoughts, please be respectful. Um, we will not take people, we will not take abuse, we will not take abuse, you know, because there are one thing that one of my coworkers said is there are toxic fans in every fandom. And unfortunately, this trial has kind of brought out toxic fans of Johnny and Amber. Mm-hmm. And you're one of those people who feel highly for Amber or for Johnny, and you're not willing to listen to what other people have to say if they have a different opinion of you, then go away. We don't want it. Yeah. But if you're willing to be, you know, respectful and have a conversation that doesn't involve, you know, being you know, shouting abuse at people. Mm-hmm. We'd be happy to discuss things with you. Yeah, we would. Um, this is kind of a different episode than what we normally do. It's a bit more on a serious note, I think. Yeah, we're usually giggly. Yeah, um, but if you kind of like this format and you want us to talk about more serious things. I can and- bring on the true crime shit. I like <laughs> to do that. And get our perspective on it. Like, let us know. If you'd like me to traumatize Rachel more, I could. Oh, honey. It's going to take a lot to traumatize me. Oh, I could find some cases. You want to bet? <laughs> oh, don't test me. <laughs> I'll find them. Um, but yeah, also reminder, our, <laughs> our movie watch. Be wonderful. <laughs> The amazing, the creature of antiquity, the Dino Shark. Our movie watches Dino Shark. <laughs> so you can find it on YouTube under the free movies if you want to watch it and listen to, to us attempt to talk about it while crying. That's going to be the end of the month. Um, that will and be our last episode. beautiful masterpiece of cinema. Yeah, our beautiful masterpiece of cinema, which I have roped my friends into watching with me. So I will be watching it with my dog. I can't watch it alone. 
this. So <laughs> I need somebody. I'm an introvert, so I only watch things alone. I'm an ambivert, so yeah. What the fuck is that? Where you're a little introverted and a little extroverted, depending oh, on your Rachel, you're lying to yourself. You are extroverted as fuck. I'm pretty extroverted. Tell the gym story again. Tell the gym story. <laughs> I could tell the gym story. I could tell the haunted Cormay story. Yeah. And I'm you think you're an ambivert. What the <laughs> fuck? Shut up and end the podcast, Rachel. Okay. On my lawyer's advice, I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>